Welcome to the Pointless Void, Sexy Edition. How are you doing, Carter? Oh, we're doing so great today. Thank you, everybody, for coming with us. I've always wanted to do a sexy episode of the Pointless Void. We also have um, another sexy man joining us hello, on everybody. the couch. How are you doing today? <laughs> no, it's hello, everybody. Hello. It's great to hear everybody's voice today. What an entrance. Yeah. I, we have, what we have to talk about has nothing to do. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> welcome to the Pointless Void podcast where yeah. two friends at screeners get together and turn a dumb idea into a screenplay. I said that. I don't know why screenplay came to my mind. I guess yeah, it was just yeah. a little bit more of a sexy episode. So yeah. So um, why did we start the episode this way? Because we wanted to. So deal with it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so let's write a sexy movie, not a porn, obviously, because that's what a se- yes. like. If you say a sexy movie, Fair you enough, mean a yeah. porn. Yeah. Um, but I don't actually. We haven't done that. We haven't written a movie specifically to be like. Um, Oh, we wrote a romance, but that's like a cute. So we're making like a like more, more intense, like a hot. Movie. We're making like a hot, movie. like the Notebook. Yeah, no, that's a romance. Uh, like, what's a hot is movie? It? Um, we're talking like chick flicks. Like, are you talking like? What are you talking about? The are you talking about like the after series? <laughs> or Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> that's what I'm talking. About. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Um, or 360 or I've never seen that. I haven't seen it either. I just know about it. Uh, yeah. I, I said all these movies. I actually have never <laughs> seen any of these movies. So we're just kind of um, getting a shot in the dark. No, uh, but what? Like, I feel like there's like a weird genre of like novels specifically targeted at that's women. That's true actually. Yes. Spe- specifically targeted at women that is basically like intellectual porn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You don't know that? Are you, are you glad you're here for this episode, Chad? I'm glad I'm you're excited. here as well. Give me some of the details. Okay, well, it's just kind of like a big thing. Like, it's like you read porn, if that makes sense, is what yeah. it is. So we had to read a book in school that dealt with that. And, like, I can't remember the name of the book. But anyway, we were reading it. Was it called it, The Giver? No, it was not called The Giver. I actually <laughs> liked The Giver. I'm not going to lie. I thought The Giver was actually kind of good. Was um, it To Kill a Mockingbird? Yes. No, that's just kidding. The <laughs> that's the one. No, I think it was Green Eggs and Ham. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I totally. Yeah, a kid's you like. Dude, having a third person on the show just, I, I don't know what it is. It's it so nice. It's just like a, a different little bit of extra. Yeah. Um, oh, but we man. were reading it, and then, like, you don't realize what you're reading until it's there. But, like, I'm, like, reading it, and it's like the acrobatic way she curved her. And I'm, like, <laughs> watching and reading it. I'm like, Oh, I'm like, this is a sex scene, but like in book form, like, yeah. I'm like, how does that work? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a, it was a required reading. Like it was something that the school gave us that we had to read. I can't remember it the name of it. must give you some time to just think about whatever the heck is going on. And then you <laughs> yeah. And then and I like looked, like I looked at this. I'm like, how many pages is this? It was like four pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was well, that's how much stuff, it takes man. to describe. But yeah, like it, there is definitely a genre out there. And I don't, I don't know why it's targeted at women. Is it that like men just watch actual porn? Like I don't know Maybe. why. Maybe they think of it as more romantic. I mean, I'm not saying like it is porn. It's not like porn. It just like it's meant to be sexual. Like the book is like there's a lot of story to it. I think, but like might. people like like women specifically like it because you know yeah it's a little sexual. I think when you think about it, how much description it goes into books. And how they describe it, people think about it over and over. And that's true. Intellect, like you said, intellectual mm-hmm. reading, like like intellectual romance. I think that's what it kind of goes into is that the smarter people don't get those feelings that people just go and do. By just seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. And so they might get more <laughs> from reading and 
thinking about it and then mm. eventually visualizing. That was really smart. Feeling. Well, that's why, I mean, there's a reason why there's people that always say, like, the book is better than the movie. That's which, a fair point. That's a, that's just like for, that's like a fair point for like all books. Like, I never literally thought of that. Yeah. Because, like, it's you. Like, because a movie, they give you everything that there is. Uh -huh. You're receiving all the information by someone outside thing, but when you're reading the book, you're comprehending it the way you comprehend it. Like, yeah. when you read, like, say, Percy Jackson, you know, for me, when I saw the movie compared to the book, I didn't know Annabelle had blonde hair in the book. I totally forgot about that detail. Mm -hmm. But in the movie, they have it where she doesn't have blonde hair. She has brunette hair. And I think that detail really changes because it's your view on what blonde girls are like or blonde people act and how brunettes act in your life. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. And so it changes the game. And on so how your mind just kind of brings it to more details, details. depending on what's going on. Huh. That's mm -hmm. so cool. Yeah, so it's like a book is more like your creation. Like the author created it, but it's like it's a collaborative. Your thoughts. You come up with the story on your own. Mm -hmm. I like that. Using their story. So you can so get that effect through books, right? Yeah. Having that like co-work. Like, co like you guys work together, the Co author and then the reader uh -huh. to create this story. Yeah. How could you get a movie that way? You know what I mean? Because movies very much, like you were saying, Jack, you, you give them the information, right? I feel like that's kind of like the, the movies that make, <clears throat> they bring that book in. You know how like some movies, so it's like all about the book and then they go into a movie? Yeah. Right? You know, like Shrek, Shrek or whatever, or even like. Um, oh, oh, that's <laughs> I what love you mean. <laughs> <laughs> or even, I love that that's the example <laughs> that you use. Where it's like, like we're talking something so serious and you're like, like Shrek. <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, that was just the first thought was Shrek. And then you No, talk, I see what you mean. Okay, yeah. Like, Princess the Bride. Yeah. No, yeah, wait, yeah is Princess that, Bride. That's Princess, Princess Bride. Bride. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? And it's just, like, they read the book to the kid, and the kid's just, like, at first he loves all the action scenes. But then you see him realize that later he loves the romantic scene. Mm. He's like, oh, no, keep going. Like, keep going. I really yeah, want to hear what's going on. And, yeah, that's true. I like that. Well, I think the way you get a person to feel the same way about a film that you do in, like, a book is you don't give them all the information. Like, for example, have you seen any Ghibli films? Either of you? Ghibli? Studio Ghibli. So they did Spirited Away. You ever seen Spirited Away? Mm -mm. My My neighbor, Totoro. So there's the, like, it's a huge studio in Japan. They make lots of movies, um, like, comparable to, like, Pixar level of um, recognizability. Okay. So anyway, <clears throat> in his films, there's just a lot of random things that happen or like you see like some creature and they never explain it. Oh. It's just like this world is like the way he makes his films, the world just feels so much larger than the story that's being told. And you just kind of have to guess or just like come up with your own. Like, what is that guy doing over there? Like, cause they never, it's not part of this story. Like what, what your speculation is, right? <clears throat> yeah. So it's you, like, that's, that's how you do it in a m film is you just, you don't give all the information. There's yeah. things that the viewer can make up in their mind about how they think that this world works. Mm -hmm. For some reason that brings up the thought of just like Easter eggs in movies. Yeah. It's like how, why, why things happen the way they do. Mm -hmm. You know, the biggest Easter eggs are in Disney movies. Recently. That's true. So if we're talking mm -hmm. like, um, Let's go. I'm sorry for spoilers for anybody here, but it's like when you think about the Brave movie, the, the witch, right? Yeah. You've seen some of the things in there. It's mostly bears, but one of them looks like Sully. 
Oh, right. Mm-hmm. The, the Monsters, Inc. monster. Then yeah. you realize that that lady is the little girl from Monsters, Inc. I, I've heard about all these weird I've heard of that. I, okay, so I do remember that conspiracy that the little and girl... And I thought that, that was very boo. interesting. I, mean, I don't know if it's true, but it's like the imagination that people can bring from that. From it's the other like, worlds. Oh, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. So, no, that's, so now I what, see what you mean. What I happened definitely. to her in between the time that she's this really old magic lady to her being that little girl that that's saw true. monsters? With those Easter eggs, they have them feel like they're all intertwined, which makes you think of a bigger universe than there actually is, which goes beyond the movie. And it makes you think of things that happen after the movie as well as before. Yeah. I get what you mean. Okay. I feel like another way to do this, to make the reader feel like they're, they're coming up Mm -hmm. with their own thing is to just like tell a story, just like drop the viewers into a story Uh and not like, have some narrator explain that this is why this is this way. Like you just like, yeah, let's tell a story and let's just start it. Right. You know what I mean? No, like I I'm trying agree. to think of like an What's example. A, mm-hmm. um, Cause can, nearly all the examples, what they do is they start off in our world. It's a character getting like, when you have those kind of movies, there's a character that gets introduced to this magical world, but he starts off with what we know. Mm-hmm. And then they explain it to the character and he's like our point of view character. And so we experience what he's experiencing. Harry Potter one does this really good. You know yeah, what I mean? I get that totally. Yeah. He's the point of view character, of course, cause he's the main character, mm-hmm. but he starts off in our world, what we're familiar with. And then uh, as he's experiencing all this magical stuff, we go with him. But what Jack says, I'm trying to think of a story that just drops you in without any narration or any point. You know what I mean? There really isn't that many, honestly. Because Lord of the Rings, they have a huge narration at the beginning, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so you know where you are. You know where you are. You know what's going on. Um, another one is, this is super random, but the movie Onward. Yeah. Where they bring They explain in, it they to you everything. explain almost everything until, mm-hmm. you know, them going through the entire movie. Zootopia does this as well. well I, I just thought of a Disney movie. You know, they have the play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they show kind of their history. Yeah. You fu- you learn that mm-hmm. yeah she wants to be and not that that's wrong they have very clever ways of doing that you it's know what I mean good. yeah and I'm but, not uh, saying the way that other ways of movies doing stuff is bad because like a lot of people will say books are better than movies yeah and I totally disagree uh huh because the story may be better in the book but like there's so many other aspects like you can enjoy the VFX you can enjoy the voice oh, yeah. actors you can enjoy and I think so it it's depends. like that's why I enjoy a movie and. The story is kind of secondary. It but depends like, on like what you're looking for, right? If you're a person who's going for the, like we were talking about intellectual romance, of feeling what you're feeling as mm-hmm. you're reading the book, that is totally like, that's a cool way to, to be able to interact with that world. Yeah. But like in your way, you enjoy being able to see the special effects. Like, you know, if you read the Avengers first movie, you wouldn't imagine it being the way the movie has displayed it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. or just any of the new, like the massive fights Endgame, mm-hmm. where it has the magical stars effect. Like you just can't imagine that in a book. You see, that's one thing that I love when you read a screenplay without seeing the movie first. Um, when you read a screenplay, it's so bare bones. Like the screenplay has like it's like the skeleton of the film, right? Because yeah, a lot of the film comes from from the directors and like from the, the actors uh-huh. massaging the story from the. Um, director mm-hmm. choosing this specific music or this specific lighting or this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the story, it's just, yeah, it's a different experience. It's just like a bare bone thing. And then you, when you watch the movie, you're like, wow, like that's, I wasn't picturing that. That's their interpretation. That's not what I was going into, but it was so good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, 
I thought it interesting when you when you brought up screenplay. I remember reading a book, Hugo. Do you guys remember Hugo? So I've seen the movie Hugo. I've never read the book. Yeah, I didn't so know it was so a book. the book itself is a it's like a picture book almost. Is it really? And there's like a soup. I'm, I'm sure there's like a written version of it, but the one I read, mm-hmm. it was like a very pictured based book. With like almost kind of like the film, but it was very it was so. I bet it is because the movie the movie's very unique and it's like I, I like it. See, yeah. I liked Hugo. It was mm-hmm. a super cool adventure. This kid in the train, and it was just the train station. Like they didn't even have to travel outside. Yeah. very much mm-hmm. to make this film very interesting. Mm-hmm. And they do that with a lot of films. I feel like where they just have one location. Yeah, with like um, let's see here. I'm trying to remember another film. Twelve Angry Men is very famous for that. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? Oh, don't yeah, it's so. it's one. It's mm-hmm. literally the jury room. It, that's it. The whole two hours is a jury room, and there's twelve characters. That's it for the whole movie, and it is one of the best movies. It's considered ever. one of the top like five movies of all time, and it was really yeah. good. That sounds. And really how they did that, and so another reason that they bring that in is you need to find like, re- and so bringing it back to like you know the romance, you know how can you have that experience. You need to feel like the people are actually connected. You know what I mean? Because you can in a book. Because in a book, you connected. have a lot of time. Exactly. And that's why a movie has that narration is because you get to build that mm-hmm. story. Um, and not just narration. I, I use gen- narration as the generic term, but there's other ways of doing yeah. that. But that's why they do that is because it, it is. you. Two hours is a long movie, but a very short story. Very short. So it's like really hard Mm -hmm. to tell everything you want to tell. And a book just has the freedom. Um, It's it's how much time did it take you to read a book, by the way? Some books it takes you days. (laughs) For me, like 15 years. (laughs) (laughs) And it takes you a long time. Yeah, it's forever. And so like those stories can help you because you take that time to read it. That's true. But then in the movie, like you're saying, it's... Mm -hmm. It's a very long time, two hours yeah. usually, but it only can build so much before you have to end it. And I think that's why a lot of people have more emotional attachment to TV shows. I think that's the closest thing that we have in movies to books yeah, is a TV a long show. Form. Mm-hmm. You, you wait for mm-hmm. a year for the new season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get so many hours. Stranger Things does this amazingly where like the whole season, you could condense really into one movie, but it would be like a 10, It'd be 15 a hour movie. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they do it so good at connecting with the characters and having a real connection. There was one series, people disagree with me with this all the time, which I totally respect, um, that I did not like the romance set up in it. In which one? Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Jake Santiago and uh, Amy. I, I didn't like how they set it up. I just felt like it was rushed. I felt like all of a sudden they were just like making out and together and then it was that was it. Like they were like, I don't like each other and then boom. Well, he... Wait, was, it was just like remember, a, he was into her or what he wasn't. He was he. Well, they both were into each other, but they weren't at the same time. Like Jake was more into her than she was into him. Yeah. But I feel like, like there's a work that goes into that where they have to like uh, keep it professional, you know? Yeah. In a sense. And they would do small jobs, but it felt like just like a bunch of small things. And then all of a sudden it was like they're in a relationship. And I didn't really feel a connection between them. I, don't get me wrong. I like them as a couple later on. Like, I think they're a good couple. Do you but, not feel like that's somewhat realistic, though, in a way? It is. It like, is. there's people that you're friends with uh-huh. that you might you might have, like, a little crush on them or, or like, yeah. you know what I mean? But then, and then just one day, like, it does. It does happen. It does that, the actual, like, mm-hmm. I mean, because once you pass the barrier of, because specifically for them, they were, like, work 
like close work people. Yeah. Like they spent every day at work together. So that's like a barrier mm -hmm. that's hard to pass. But once it's like passed, then it's like, okay, now we do like each other. We're together. And then it's So boom. I feel like it is a little bit realistic. That is true. Now, here's the thing that I have a question with that. There was a thing. Um, oh, it was this class that I took. I can't remember. But anyway, they were discussing like the film and making it realistic versus unrealistic. And do you think the best love stories are the most unrealistic ones, if that makes sense? <clears throat> Well, The Notebook is not a romantic movie at all. It is if not. you actually look at the stuff that he did, he is a creep. He's he manipulated her. He like gaslit her in, or not gaslit. So he uh what is it? He he didn't blackmail her, but like when he like was hanging on the thing and like I'm going to kill myself if you don't go out with me. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's not romantic. He, he manipulated. I will say this much, though: so. I hate her too. Like I actually hate both no, of the characters that's what I'm in that show. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Notebook. It's <laughs> not a romantic movie. Uh huh. But it's, it's not. But I feel like that one becomes more realistic because there's so many things that in people's lives that actually do that. That is true. It does. So that's a realistic yeah, romance that, story. That is true. It that is a very realistic. It does have problems, but it doesn't happen very often. But they but still it love is each realistic. other. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I feel like in a lot of relationships, it does happen to that where they're just like, I can't live without you, but I'm going to do these things to make you stay with me uh -huh. and, ma and build off of their guilt conscience almost to yeah. make them do things they usually wouldn't do. And then they fight all the time. But then they're like, oh, I love you. But I do there's love something behind that, that they don't actually love yeah. each other in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And I is agree. that true love? I love... Well, this is the thing they said. And so I really like this part is I don't think anybody can marry out of true love. Okay. Now this is very controversial. Okay. No, I agree with you. Cause you can't, you, you cannot can't love, love somebody. You can't them. love someone until you've been, I mean, you can love them, but you can't truly, truly love them until you've been married to them for like 10 years. That's what I was going to say. You, you know can't grow love without going through hard things with them. Yeah. You can love them, but you can't love them. You can't have true love. So, That's why our geriatric so, love movie. So you're is saying great. should we be together before we get married and then get married, or should we no no get I married think and then you get married find true love later in your relationship. You'll find love. You no, have you, love. You, you have, have love. love for each other, but, but like it's not true love. True love. True love. Yeah, true love is after years. And that's what I do like about the notebook is the elderly couple. You could tell were true love. They did go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hated the young people. Yeah. I hated the young versions. Well, that's of the thing that actually is interesting about mm -hmm. the notebook is you could tell the two old people, the one with the Alzheimer's and the other guy. You could yeah. tell they loved, loved each, each other. other. But there's a lot that they lived through. Uh huh. That wasn't not. in the movie. Them being young, they thought they loved each other. But then. By the mm. time that he's telling this story to his wife, this is that's when love. he truly actually loves her. Yeah, because after all the things that he'd gone through, you know. The things that he did I mean, to her. And that's the thing is you have to, and when you find that like, when you, you know, when you love someone and then you decide to get married or, you know, you stay together, whatever. Um, it's after a lot of time. Like that's when they say like it's commitment because mm -hmm. there's going to be times that sucks. And that's what I actually did like about the quote at the end of the notebook. I don't know why we're talking about the notebook right now. But the quote at the end of the notebook where he's like, you're a pain in my ass, <laughs> right? And you're going to make it hard, but I want to work on it every single day. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I feel like you get a satisfaction after actually yeah. making things work. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if you, this is a weird correlation, but like when you work with your siblings enough that even though no matter what they do, mm -hmm. 
you'll still care about them. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you need that sibling love for true love, but like but you just need that works love. love that I think that's the reason why a family is so close together a lot of times is because, I mean, the most be, the most things you go through when you're 1 to 18 is with yeah. them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, of course, that's, that's where a lot of the most contention happens too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, some of the most there, which also comes into this. Okay, in movies and everything, I think the most realistic thing is a lot of times they'll have it where, like, people fall in love with people that they experience difficult times with. If that makes sense. Yeah. And it okay. goes along with what we were talking about, you know, 10 years. Cause in that time they went through so much with each other and you cannot love someone go through very hard situations with them. And then I think end up loving them more than you, think, you possibly could. Along with that. Do you think the, you know how there's that, I don't know if it's a theory or just that thing that happens when you see this amazingly gorgeous person being with this nerd almost <laughs> like you, you've seen them before almost like that mental like that whole thing where that and you're just like how can that be yeah like you well, you would think oh this really good looking dude should be with this person mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but like how does that work and i feel like with that is maybe that nerd in a way had been around that person enough that they saw eventually you know, all that yeah. hardship they could have. Well, yeah, you, they, they went through hardships the, and then they. You saw the person, not the. Mm-hmm. The looks, not the. Phys- and don't get me wrong. And you become you need attracted to be, You to need to become too. physically attracted. You need to be physically attracted to your, oh, yeah. you know, to your love, to your significant other, right? Mm-hmm. You have to. But uh, there's a lot of things that go into that. You know, is there ever a girl that you like and you think they're so hot and then they do things that just turn you off the wrong way and then you think that they're not cute? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, like my at, like listen, you know what I mean? Listen, listen. Everyone we didn't agrees. just have this conversation right before we started. I feel like we did. we did it, but we just, you know, we're joining this into the conversation, you know. <laughs> um but it's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same way and I think it's the opposite as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um have you ever heard the song by Brad Paisley I thought I loved you then? No. I, I I'm not sure if that's the title of the song, but that's that like the good. main lyric. Yeah. So he talks about how like he's like singing to his wife about how like remember when we met and I took you on your first day and then like I I brought you to the door and I wanted to kiss you but I didn't and he's like I thought I loved you then but he's like but now you're my whole life now you're my whole world I just can't believe the way I feel about you and then he says and then do you remember um on our wedding day and then he sings about how um like they were getting ready for getting married and then they got married and he says I thought I loved you then now you're my whole life now you're my whole world and then eventually he gets to the part where he's like, I can't wait to grow up with you and be like 80 years old and look back on this day right now and say, I thought I loved you then. It's uh, a really great song. I like that. That's cute. That that's is a cute. pretty cool. That's a pretty cool uh-huh. um, idea. Yeah. I'll play, I'll play it for you guys when we're not recording because it, it would take too long. But right, right. You should, you should listen. Let me look up the name of that song because I, uh, for it, all of you at home, it's a pretty so you guys song. can look yeah. it up. Yeah, um, if, you, if you were to pick a, a love song, what would you pick, Carter? My go-to love song? Yeah, like just a song that just like inspires you on Oof. love or family or just like those kind of relationships. There's many. I'm going to give two. Okay. For two different Sounds reasons. Sounds cool. Oh, so it's just called Then. Then. By Bad, Brad Paisley. Okay, I like that. Okay, I'm going to have to look at that. Um, the first one is Die a Happy Man. Die a Happy Man. Oh, we're still good. Yeah. And what is the significance of that song? Die a happy man. He's talking about of all of his dreams he wanted to do. He wanted to, you know, 
surf across the USA. Not not that. It was like uh, visit the Eiffel Tower, see the Northern Lights. But he's like, but if I have your hand in my hand, then I'll die a happy man, which I believe. You know, it's cool to do all those, you know, things. But, you know, the greatest joy in life comes from loved ones. I agree. I believe with that. Friends, all that. Um, if you take it into a more, like, broader perspective, right? The second one is Can't Help Falling in Love with You by Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm. Solid love song. Solid love song. It's also a little bit of a lust song. It Can't is. Can't Help Falling in Love with You. It's like, he's just, like, attracted to her or him, whoever, like, he's singing to or they're singing to. Uh-huh. But like, cause not that this is a bad thing, but I'm just saying like, it's when you can't help falling in love with someone, that's not someone you know yet. That's true. Or a lot of times I would say this, and I talked about this on the podcast. Cause I think we talked about this with, uh, the geriatric love one. Is there people you hate at first that you end up becoming attracted to? You know what um, I mean? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what I mean? So totally. And I think totally. that song also relates to that. Like, should we just finish the geriatric or not finish, but work more on the geriatric? Let's love? work more on the geriatric said, love one. Cause we said it was going to be the sexiest episode. The geriatric love one. And it we is. said we were going to come back to it. We've just been talking about uh-huh. like what makes a movie romantic. What's actually romantic about something. And let's add into geriatric love. Do you not know that I've acted on any of those things, but I've definitely seen where I'm like, Oh, that person was such a douchebag in school. Uh-huh. But then later I was like, Oh, like they look super cool. Like, I don't know what it is, but yeah, you start to like them. That's a classic thing in a lot of, uh, romance movies, yeah. Hallmark movies do this all the time. The two people <laughs> hate each other. Yeah. And then they start to love each other. And then at the end, they share a very chaste uh, kiss. <laughs> so, so last time we were in Jerry H club, I talked about how that love com- or hate comes from love. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I brought that up, but now like I actually learned a little bit more about that. So love. So you can't hate someone that you didn't previously love. You can hate someone that is harming someone that you do love. Uh-huh. And you can hate someone that so so no matter what, love is always involved with hate. Ah, I like that. That is so deep. Well, you and can't I guess, have hate without love. You can't, you can't have hate yeah. without love. Mm-hmm. Because you can't hate someone that isn't your previous love or someone that's hurting someone you love. Yeah. It's true. I like that. And so mm. what we did discuss that. Did we do anything? Did we set that up at all? Well, we were just, it was just that we were saying that they kind of, the old woman didn't like her, her husband or her husband when she first met him or when she was meeting him again. So we need to explain to uh, Shad what this is. Please, so, so please. this is the, yes. so this is the second we already wrote or we already came up with the idea. So the, the idea is that there's two people that are in a nursing home and they have dementia and they can't, they forget everything. Okay. Like, is it like a daily thing where every day after the day is over, they... So it's just that quite. they have a really hard time remembering each other. And yeah. so, and but they're married to each other and they are in love with each other, but they can't remember each other. Okay. And so the movie is them re-falling in love with each other. Mm-hmm. Over and over and over. Well, over and, over and over and over, or just like falling in love with each other again. And you realize that it's like kind of the same way they did when they were young. So there's going to be a lot of similarities. So we'll kind of go back to when they were young and go back to when they're old and they'll see a lot of parrot, like it'll be parallel. Yeah. Just but in their different circumstances. So but yeah, mm-hmm. not so as it, they fall in it's love, it's not them falling in love again and again, again, because there is like a lot of times it's shown like Carter had talked about in the last episode, how he knew some people that were, were living in the nursing home and they, they had dementia, but they could kind <laughs> of remember each other. 
like isn't that what you were saying? Like they loved each other. I'm okay they, over there. they knew yeah. about each other. They had a flirtation with each other. And even though so, they forgot literally everything, they did not forget each other. They could not forget so, each other. It was super cute. One of my favorite couple. Well, they weren't a couple. They were just best friends that totally liked each other. Um, they would sit at the dining home. I was a server there and we visited. He was very quiet and she loved to talk. <laughs> and anyway, she's in the normal dining room, but her dementia got pretty bad that she had to get sent to the memory care unit. And so that's unfortunate. we would just go and visit her every now and then. And she would have no idea who we were. But she was just talking. We went every single day and she had no idea who we were. But she always knew who Herb was, the guy who sat next to her. And we would tell her every day, we'd be like, hey, so how's Herb? And she's like, oh, I went to lunch with him yesterday. I did all this. I did all this. And she's like, do you know who I am? And she's like, no, who are you? And I'm like, I'm Carter. I come here every day. Like I, I bring you ice cream every day. And she's like, okay. So yeah. But she always knew Herb. So she I can always see, knew Herb. I can see like that situation happening that they did forget each other. But then as they're getting to know each other and starting to love each other, they start to remember. They don't remember their past. Yeah. But they remember their new present with each other. Yeah. Okay. Cause so it's like they're re-falling in love. That, mm -hmm. that brings the, the movie in 20, uh, 51st Dates. Do you remember? I've never seen that movie. That's oh, a good movie. It is, <laughs> it's a pretty good movie. Um, Adam Sandler is the, the Can main. you hold your mic a little closer? Adam Sandler is the main <laughs> guy. And um, so what happens is this girl, she had an accident that um, caused her to forget everything that's currently happening. So she remembers everything at a certain date and so when she past. sleeps, she forgets like 24 hours. Okay. So she forgets that whole day and she thinks she's back on her dad's birthday. Yeah. And so this, this day just happened over and over. And they have like this system where they've set it up so she doesn't freak out every single day. Yeah. And this unsuspecting guy just randomly comes into her life and just falls in love with her. Uh-huh. But then eventually finds out she has this dementia. Yeah. And with this dementia, he is around her so much that they had to stop. He had to stop seeing her for a little bit, and she was at this what was it a uh, just a memory care center, and yeah. finds out that she loves to draw, and she had been drawing his face from dreams that she had had, oh. and so I thought that was very well, interesting. Of just well, what, what what happened was she she drew like murals every day. Mm -hmm. So what would happen is um, it was so it was her dad's birthday that she had the accident because they went to go get a pineapple because that was a re re. Uh, tradition that they did yeah. mm -hmm. and so that's when the accident happened but um then she would come home and her dad would be like hey i just painted the the um the new shed i think it needs like i think it needs like some a mural on it and it's and like so then she white. would spend the day doing the mural and then in the night when she would go to bed her brother and dad would go and they'd have to paint it white again because then the next day she would paint the so mural it, they again. would reset the day for her every single so she, day. Of so they life. would make her just they would just have her live the same day. They like yeah. they like taped the football game uh, and stuff like that. Like, and then uh, Adam Sandler, yeah. So anyway, she started to remember him, mm -hmm. and then they ended up getting married. And every day she would wake up to a tape and be like, "Hey, I'm your husband. This is, this your is all the stuff life that's now. Happened. You have actually a kid that we have, and we're currently." And this is the end. It's an interesting movie. movie. You should watch huh. it. Super good. Okay. I'm intrigued. It's really funny too, by the way. I think you'd cool. like it. All right. Well, yeah, because it's an Adam Sandler movie. Right. But it's not like <laughs> it's not like goofy and dumb like Adam Sandler yeah, movies yeah. normally are. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. That's cool. I'll have to give it a watch. I feel like every time Adam Sandler has a movie, it's always his friends that make him do dumb things. 
like he, like, always, uh, he always has friends in the movie like kevin james oh, oh, oh not, as, not as a person not as a person i'm okay. talking about as a movie in in the movie he usually has friends mm-hmm. that he does something with that he's just he does silly, dumb things. With. It's always the same friends, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, even in Hotel Transylvania, it's the same freaking people. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're just now doing voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So let's f- figure out what we want. To, now we want to add to our base. Our base. So. So how do we want the... I think we did decide we want the first scene to just be them, like, getting lunch for the first time, and they'd mm-hmm. be getting sat at the same table together. Yeah. And the woman not being, not wanting to be with him. Do we want to show, you know how we're going to kind of go back between the two? We'll show the other one and then kind of show what they did in the original, mm-hmm. right? Do we want to show the original first or the new first? Like the geriatric. You know what I mean? Wait. What do you mean? You want to show them as old people before they're young? No. Which one do you want to show first? Like the young person before they're old? No. Or the old people? The movie is mostly them being old. Right, right. So we're going to show and like the old scene first, and then we'll kind of show what it was kinda, like. Kind of like they were flashbacks young. almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll have the flashback come after. For us, but not for them. Right, right, right. But yeah. I'm just saying like in the movie timeline, like how we're seeing it. Yeah, so a, I think we're, we start out with seeing them in the in the nursing home and we know like we could even show a scene of like the daughter of the of the two people like being telling like the people in charge like hey make sure you like sit them together they're mm-hmm. not going to want it but they love each other they, yeah. they they want to be next to each other they just don't even know it right i like that so i feel like that's the first scene mm-hmm. maybe we even start with the daughter talking as the first scene or do we want yeah. the second scene ah uh, I say we. I, I think, think it would be make, a first. That'd be I, an interesting first scene. I think it would be the, more first scene because a girl could just be coming in with this old couple, and they just like. I feel like they've been living there for a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. like maybe it's a new. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. New management. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. But just to make sure that they're sitting next to each other. Yeah. I just say yeah. She goes and talks to the person and asks them to sit next to them, like. You know, please have them sit next to each other. And maybe we can allude to the fact that maybe they've fallen in love with each other multiple times in this nursing home. We could. Or, so, I like that idea. But not like, eh, no, never mind. We could do that. Or, what happened in the past, right? Maybe, what, what what did we discuss in the first episode? There was a girl that he saw. What if that day they kept sitting next to each other every day and things kept, you know, they kept butting heads, nothing, you know, nothing was showing anything. But what if one day they sat down and a new girl showed up? Well, yeah, that's what you we were talking about. Mm-hmm. The, they, they, they always butt heads. They didn't like each other. Mm-hmm. But then one day he gets, but then the management decides, okay, we can't, they're always fighting. Yeah. Let's put him next to this other girl. And then when he gets moved away from her, then she realizes that she's jealous. Yeah. And maybe <laughs> one thing that could start that all off is say like in the past or in high school, whatever, right? And there's a new girl at the school. Yeah. And they start talking to her. And that day that they decided to split them, there's also a new girl at the retirement home. Yeah. That's, yeah. And that's how it we, all starts. You I know think what I mean? We, we already talked about that a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Um, and then, and then we didn't talk about this on while we were recording. I think we talked about this after um, that they were like, there was like a concert. Cause you know how yeah, like yeah, nursing yeah. homes have uh-huh. concerts. 
Um, and you had specifically said you thought it would be interesting if there was like a Elvis impersonator Just because, because at my all the old, old people home, they love Elvis. Yeah, they had an they have we have an Elvis impersonator come once a year at our old folks home that, that I worked so at. Cool. And he would always come, and all the ladies would swoon. Like they would be, and they're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> at this Elvis impersonator, and so yeah. So what if like so Elvis comes and. And and at this point, she's realized that she's jealous because he got didn't sit next to her this time. Mm-hmm. And then they that same day they have this Elvis guy. And then the the version of them as young kids or as teenagers is like, I don't know if they go to an Elvis concert, but what if they just like listen to like an maybe Elvis they're at record, a dance and there's a record or an Elvis right? record, yeah, to get that they listen to together, and that's kind of how they bonded and mm-hmm. or how they first like actually had a romantic connection and not a confrontational it connection. could even be those times where you just spend so much time with them that you there's just like a certain song or certain playlist that they listen to together so that they could spend so much time listening about elvis yeah. presley's songs and they're just like so what like, if that's a joke that he would always tease her about what if she loved elvis when they were young, and he would always like tease her about it. Be like, nah, he's not the best guy. He's not. You know what I mean? And then there's a point where they're listening together and they fall in love. Yeah, and, and then like, in this new one, and, and Elvis probably became like a, like that's probably how it started. Yeah, but then it as their relationship progressed, that mm-hmm. became like their special thing. So Significant was, spot. Yeah, was the Elvis. And so when, so again, when like they, um, so when she heard Elvis, the impersonator come, or when they both heard. Even though they didn't really remember, it it triggered something in them that mm-hmm. they, they instead of fighting, they were just like, oh, like they enjoyed themselves together day. at the concert, yeah. yeah, and were friendly to each other, uh-huh. and they that maybe was not the, first like that was the first time they weren't confrontational with each yeah, other. Yeah, they started turning more into friends. Like it wasn't like romantic per se, but it was not at first. Yeah, yeah. But okay. that first time they but the start, Elvis is the first thing because that was uh-huh. romantic to them in their past. It they triggered their triggered. friendship in yeah. their old age. Uh-huh. Do you think we could add even a set, like two other characters of young people who are doing similar things that they're doing, but currently while they're figuring everything out. It's like how you said in your experience of a, when you were taking care of those people, you'd go every day and give them ice cream um, just to both of the couple, right, or the best friends. That's interesting. Like, in if that we w- had, a, say, a great like a granddaughter of the girl, and like maybe they they did get married but divorced, and they had I don't know something could happen. What if it was like a background thing? So I do actually like that. With like but a what boy if it's like who just works. We at have the, the place. camera. We have the camera like on the um, the old people, and they're having their conversations. But in the background, you like see in the cafeteria like. This Younger guy, like he's kind of similar. flirting with another girl that's like working there, and then as time goes on, you see him like eventually with a different girl, and then the girl gets jealous because he's talking to that. Yeah, girl. like there's like a second relationship happening that's like in the not background of in the, the background. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> there's a, like two, and so it's never like I mean you could miss it. Yeah, but if you pay attention, you can see that like, and then like a couple days go by, and then you realize that like oh they're in they're in a little bit of a fight. Like, yeah, they're like separated from each other, and like. Yeah. Like the two people in the background. Do they ever come into the foreground? You know what I mean? I don't think that, well, maybe they are, but it's not like, like maybe one of them will like talk to them. To I was going to say, what folks. if, and they give them advice, like, you know what I mean? Like a little. I don't know if we ever want them to act, their relationship to actually be like story beats. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because I think I want it to be like a, Just you, a t- did purely, you catch it? Yeah. Did you catch it in the background? 
Because that's like a one. very short film thing to do, like yeah. because artsy thing to do. To add with that, like maybe we did do a small point where the girl is so just fed up with whatever is going on with the guy that she just decided to trust the the lady, the background girl, or the the background girl asking okay. the main <laughs> old girl, the old lady. Um, and you go to one of the old lady's past, how she went to somebody that she had inspiration of, that she received yeah. that advice, and she just passed it along like tradition. And just like passed on some sort of information, like mm-hmm. maybe a quote or something that really just inspires them to move forward in their Yeah, life. maybe she like says something to the girl, and then you realize, if you've been noticing them in the background, you would realize that that's going to be yeah. helpful. That's going to be helpful for them. But if not, but if it, you weren't paying attention, it it's just goes like, with oh. the original story beat. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So you can tell, you're like, oh, that's the girl from the background. And you see that it actually helps her. But the beat is not to help the girl. It's solely for the main old couple Yeah, that you could miss that even she... But if you were paying yeah. attention, yeah. This would be a very like that. hard movie to follow it a little bit, I feel like. Well, it's a short film. We, we, we're making mm. it as a short film. Yeah, it would be like, what? How many, how many minutes? A short film... Like, like 20, 15 minutes? 20, 30. Yeah. That'd Depends. Be, that'd be a good, solid short film. Yeah. It'd be a fun one. It'd be so much fun. And it's like um, enough that you can like the thing I like about it is you can understand the main plot very well. I don't I don't want the main plot to be confusing. Oh yeah. At all. You know what I mean? Totally the old couples and their two parallel lines, right? I feel like that would be pretty easy. But also throwing but in the this, little background the little thing. Third line behind it that's parallel with them. Yeah. And you know, you see this and then like on the side middle you see there yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And that part is for people who, you know, go in a little more and then find that and they can study. But the main thing is crystal clear. You know what I mean? Yeah. The main storyline is so, not confusing. Let's. So, so th- they're friends at this point. Yes. They're not fighting all the time the, at lunch. We're we talking about. I'm talking about the old couple right now. Main characters. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's, what's going to trigger a more romantic. I mean, I feel like he's going to be the first one to be romantically attracted to her. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I don't, I I I don't want to confuse you guys again, but this is, it'd be even interesting as if something that the cup they saw as a couple, the, the main characters saw the, the secondary characters doing something that reminded them of something that was romantic to them. Does that make sense? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I Maybe, see what you mean. I bring, see what you mean. It would just bring the background characters a little too forward. Maybe if it was you know just what I mean? another. Maybe it, even was a third. Maybe it was just an activity they saw out the window. They were like, oh, like, I remember we used to go to the circus or just some sort of activity. I like that. That's I like the, that. That's I like the kind that, of thing yeah. where, I'm, where mm-hmm. I'm thinking about okay, it. I like yes. that. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Or it's like they're watching like a, I don't know, a film. Short film. Sh- they're watching their own They're film. watching their own movie. That <laughs> yeah. They're watching like a notebook or something. No, but like they would be watching um, something in the main common area about mm-hmm. like like for, you said the circus like so we'll just run with that for now. Like um, they see a circus and that again I don't want them to be reminded of their young self because I don't want them to be remembering. I just want so them to be re falling in love in similar ways. Maybe, yeah, maybe in the past they did go to a circus, but they they couldn't it couldn't go to a circus now because they're in this like this care center. Mm-hmm. So maybe there was just some action that happened that reminded them of it. So rather than going to a watching a circus, but it's not movie, that it reminds them; it's that like it happens fe- again. Yeah, it happens, it happens again. again. Like so, if that makes sense. 
I think so. Because that's a little confusing. But like, so they will yeah. never remember their past. Right. But but we always remember actions that we've done before, right? Have you ever heard of that? I mean, like, it, it yeah. might be subconscious. Like I said that like subconsciously something might happen to them that they... Like for example, like the the Elvis triggered the th it in them. Yeah, if anything, not the memory, but it would bring back a feeling. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Not a memory, maybe just a feeling. Like you but know, I, but I don't want them to like be reminded of them. Yeah. Like, oh, I kind of like him. I want them to like do the carnival game again. Uh huh. You know what I mean? We so do that like, all the time with all folks. I'm like, we'll come up and like set games in the living yeah. room. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like cornhole. You have the, we have like a little like hammer thing. So it's like they're rebond. It's not that they're remembering their past bond. They're bonding again in, in a the similar same way, way in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel like, to, I don't know. I feel like I just want to add and add and add, but another yeah, thing that's is, the point of the show. Yeah, like add, add, add away. To, I want to bring in some sort of phrase that the guy says often mm. that he said in his past life. But for some reason, he hadn't been saying it as much. But when he did say it, it triggered a something. Not maybe yeah. a memory, but it just triggered something there that you somehow go. connected. Or him being with her made... Like, maybe he even, like, started saying this thing uh -huh. because of her, like, when they were young. Mm -hmm. And then the family didn't even really know why. He just has always said this. Mm -hmm. And then they see her... And then he stopped saying that when he got dementia, but then she does something that makes him start saying his saying again. Yeah. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they're like, that's why he says it. <laughs> uh -huh. Like that's how, that's when the family realizes. I would realizes, love that. Like I could see it. Like, I don't know what he would say. I don't know. We're just in the script right now. It's just catchphrase, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Actually, yeah. no, a lot of times in the screenplay, yeah. we'll say that. <laughs> It'll just say catchphrase because they don't know what to do. Like, yeah. or like in medical shows, I was seeing this thing about Grey's Anatomy. The script just says medical jargon. Like they don't know what they're saying, <laughs> but it's just like, <laughs> they're just medical jargon. They're saying something medical about this person. Mm -hmm. But like, I would love that. Like I could see them like walking through a carnival, past selves, right? I don't know how much of this we would show, but I'm just saying like in the universe, right? They're mm -hmm. walking through a carnival, you know, they're doing all that stuff. And they'd be dating each and other be, at this point. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they'd be holding hands at this carnival. Uh-huh. It would be like a first date almost. You know what yeah. I mean? Maybe it's like, oh, they haven't done anything, so but like it's first date, they're holding hands. And he says something that she laughs at. And he's like, what? He's like, that's just like a, you know. And then like she laughs at it and then that's his thing. And, and, and then when she laughs at it, that's when it becomes his thing. And that's when it becomes his thing. She's just like, I just love that when you say that. He's like, that's funny. I've never heard that before. And then I don't know. They're at the carnival at the old folk at the yeah, retirement and it, and home, it and it starts. It becomes this thing that what that their children kind of hate. They're like, "Why does Dad say that dumb thing all uh -huh. the time?" <laughs> and then the children always come to this thing, and so they're sitting in the background. I could see it, like they're sitting in the background, and they and hear, they hear it, and they hear like, him say that, and she says, "Oh, I like that." Like and that's then he funny. starts saying boom, it again, boom, uh -huh. boom, and they realize boom. that's why he's been saying it all these. Years. Yeah, yeah, and I they're mean, like, "That's, that's why Dad that. says that." Like. What could it be? What are some dumb things old people say? I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I want to look that one up. But catchphrase. <laughs> something that I thought was interesting when we bring in the catchphrase and different things like that. Mm -hmm. Do you remember um, what is the the video game Free Man? Free Man? Free Guy? Free something? The movie? Yeah. Free Guy. Free Guy. Yeah. So oh, when he's like the catchphrase. End, no, the ending of the movie <laughs> when they bring it to Free Guy is the guy outside of the game. Yeah. You know? Because yeah, it's like his, it's his character. It's him. Uh-huh. But then, like, she realizes that at, like, the end of everything that's happened. 
Uh-huh. So I thought that was a super, that was a pretty creative thing that they did. I, I like. never thought of that, but you're right. Yeah, like, that is a really. Like she just mm-hmm. realized I'm not falling in love with the character of the game. I'm falling in love with the guy that created the character. Yeah, because like, it's him. He like imported himself into the yeah. into the thing. And she never realized that. And so it could be similar with the, the main girl in our short film here doesn't realize that she's falling in love with that person. I think she realizes it, or I don't know. She realizes she's falling in love, but she doesn't realize like who because she has dementia, in a sense. So are you saying you want a moment at the end where they remember? Well, there could be. I don't think they ever remember. I don't think they. Ah, I don't know. I don't think they do. Like I kind of like the idea that they never remember their past life. Okay, and that they just think they're like. They just fall in love. Again. They just fall in love. They again. just fall in love again, and they didn't re- ever yeah. realize all of the yeah. past memories are just for us, not for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I I do want to stick to that. I feel like that's an important thing. All right, let's stick with it then. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Hmm. So, so I think we've set up a little bit of a kind of we've set up a meet cute. We've set up a bonding moment. We've set up a the fact that they were a little bit didn't like each other at first, and now. And we set up like a first date. Yeah. So what now? What's like first long kiss. lasting? That could be on their first date, but like, what's like, you, what's some long lasting? Like how we talked about how like you can't love someone until you've been with them for a long time, thing that we could set up. Except that's the hard thing because we do want them, since they're re-falling in love. For me, I feel like when you talk about long lasting, is family reunions, family somethings, like. I feel like when someone spends time with another person's family, they see more about them that you don't see when they're not with their family. Mm-hmm. You know, like how sometimes yeah. people make a huge deal. It's like, oh, we're going to meet mom and dad and my siblings and my extended family. And they mm-hmm. make a huge deal about it. And if they do well with them, then they, you know, they're, they're a great candidate to get married. But if they don't do well, then the family's like, no, like you can't be with that guy. So it could be like him fighting for her, trying to like be a part of the family that she has. Yeah. Mm. In a way. Like, that's just an yeah. idea of, like... Okay. I see, yeah. And I don't know how we'd implement that them in the present day of having, being there. Uh-huh. Maybe some sort of family, like, a bunch of their family got do together. They remember their, do they remember their kids? No. Okay. That's another... I mean, dementia is just truly... It's the truly... Worst, yeah, no, it's... It's the worst disease you can get because, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't remember your family your fam like it it really is sad it's it's more sad for the family than it even is for the suffering. i was gonna say that like it's really not that bad for the personal individually because they i mean they don't know because they don't know what they're missing yeah right but it's bad for the family that remembers everything because they see this person kind of degrading almost yes it's really is really is bad um so like I have no issue with adding the family. I just, because this is a short film and not a full length film, right. it's, we want to keep it pretty isolated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And within, pretty, mm-hmm. this is just, this is this instance and we're not like bringing in many characters. Right. There's a few the characters. There's few. a few characters. There's like maybe a nurse that they both bond with in yeah. a way. There's mm-hmm. like maybe like, we obviously have the original daughter at the beginning. Right. That set up the fact that she wants them next to each other. And then you have the background characters, but we have the background mm-hmm. characters, but like, I don't think we want to add like a whole extended family. Plus it would make it complicated because how do you have a family reunion with both of your dementia parents? Cause you can't bring them both. Yeah. I feel like that. You know how the guy, the guy has a catchphrase, right? Yes. What can the girl do? 
that captivates the guy. Could she sing? Could she dance? Because I feel like as an older person, she can't really dance very well with mobility. What's hotter, singing or dancing? I mean, dancing's dancing. hotter. Know, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she's an old, yeah. I feel like in this moment, I think singing, like there's a certain song that she sang that just captivated the guy. Is somehow. it kind of like, uh, have you ever seen It's a Wonderful Life? I feel like I have. It's no. been a while. Okay. Yeah, and that can be like a little nod <laughs> to like. I feel like I'm going to get haters if I say, oh, I've never seen it. But I have A lot seen of people it. haven't, but it's one of the yeah, best And that can be ever. a little thing like how she she could be singing a song Just like she a used humming. to sing she as a past. Something yeah. And that's like a little nod to like, oh, she does kind of have little memories, but not really. But yeah, that song kind of like is attractive to him. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And with that, that could help with the, the long-term thing where they had spent time together. Mm-hmm. And she'd always just brought this yeah. humming tune. And it's something that I wonder, you know, we talk about the long-term thing. There has, I think, you know, in the timeline of the events that they're happening at the old folks' home, I don't see it happening in many days. You know what I mean? Mm, I don't yeah. know what you guys are thinking. I'm not saying a short period of time, but I'm also not thinking like years that this is all occurring. Yeah, like I think it's thing. maybe a month in total. Month in total. I think maybe how they're falling in love, we could do different events that occurred throughout their life. You know what I mean? Not just within their dating where it's just their month of date. You know what I mean? Where it's just like also Because I feel like we set, we set up their mm-hmm. dating life, but now it's like... Because those, yeah. I, of course they have dementia, but, you know, I would love to know this, like, scientifically, right? There would have to be something in there, you know what I mean? So I think there's going to be, they're going to progress faster than they were normally, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, because they do know each other already, technically, but, like, Cause I mean, because what is a big moment in a relationship? Like, if you have a child together, that's, like, a huge, huge. thing that, like, I mean, bon- yeah, it's it major. Would, if, if you have a healthy relationship, that's something that would grow what, your love a lot yeah what's your uh the song by tim mcgraw what are some of the things he talks about um the one i was talking about yeah because he talked no, about brad weddings paisley. Brad, brad paisley, paisley. that's what i meant I, I need to hear the song again but yeah he talked about the when he first met her um so we have she that thought he loved her then and then yeah. continues to have these events and says oh well but then it was the marriage and then it was um the marriage the child they had a child mm-hmm. and then it was um like when they're like 80 something is what you said well, the, he, he's he's singing the song to her as like a like a fifty year old about like they're in yeah. they're they've been married for like 20, 30 years, 20 yeah. years mm-hmm. and then he says yeah and I can't wait to when when I'm when eighty I can, eighty with you mm-hmm. yeah and then look back and say oh I thought I loved you now yeah okay, okay. I thought I, I, I thought just, I loved you when I was fifty but yeah now that I'm eighty you're okay. so much more to me what, I was yeah. just curious if there was any events that he talked about specifically that we were missing you know that were like That's, oh that would have been good I think it was mm-hmm. the child the and child I, okay. if I remember I, I haven't heard the song in a while. I want to hear it well, again. That would be a hard one to do. I think it'd be funny if we had brought that movie. That was the. <laughs> but that but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's a moment that would be big for them <laughs> as a young, like we're not as young, but as their life that they're living together. Oh yeah, it'd be major. But like them as their old selves, like how could they recreate that? They couldn't. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, so. maybe, maybe. So they have their daughter, the but girl. then maybe. They befriend their daughter because they don't remember their daughter. Yeah. And their daughter doesn't tell them, hey, I'm your daughter. Yeah, because that would often. She doesn't tell them often. Yeah, because they forget anyway. Maybe because it's hard for her to keep saying, oh, I'm your daughter. So maybe they bond because they're 
they both together are befriending their daughter. Yeah. Someone who's. And what if both. they treat them like they both think of her as a daughter, even though she is their daughter. But yeah, they're befriending her. And there's that. So bond. that's oh, like, that's yeah. like the correlation of when they had their daughter, that was a bonding mm-hmm. moment, but them befriending their daughter in their old age that is, is another, bond, is, 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 another like bonding is moment. the equal bonding moment. That's a good one. I like that. I like that. Mm. Mm, good mm. one. That was a good one. So, how many more events do we have? I feel like we've. I don't know. I feel like maybe you end the movie. Yeah, like and it could be them. I just, don't want to kill them off. Oh no, I no, think, no, 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 no! I don't think, I think it could be them the happy by finding out the daughter is finally found like a joyous moment being there with them at with their dimension, and they love each other. They love her, even though they don't know. Like, and, and I think, there's yeah. just that that bonding moment, and that's how we end the movie. And I think that's how you end the movie because and it agreed. just fades away. It just and then just but, kind of a fade but out. But you yeah. know, as a viewer too, that's like they're not finished either. Yeah, like they're going to continue to grow with each other, and eventually, yeah, you know, they are going to die. But like, that's not part of our film. Exactly, we're going to show them getting back together, show the joy. They know that inside the story itself is not over, and that get, that's just like a happy end. That's just like a very happy. I like you that. know what I mean. It's good. a very mm-hmm. very happy ending. To yeah. where the movie's over, but it also can continue their imaginations a little bit to what they would do in the future. You know. I like it. Dude, this is such, this has been my favorite story that we've made. I love this story so much. This is good. I know it's cute. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I want to make it. I love I how we, we started out with all this would be a sexy scene and all <laughs> yeah, sexy we stuff. Started, and this then is we, how we started we're like, out. We're not going to have... Welcome to the sexy <laughs> We're like, welcome. And it turns out to be like just this heartwarming another like cute, love story. Another cute movie. Yeah. With um, it. Yeah. Chad, will you be... When we shoot this, will you be the young version of the old man? I can try. We'll have to find a redheaded old man too. <laughs> we can find a bald one. That would work. Oh, that would work. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to be bald, man. I no, want my man. You to just be... find the gray-haired guy. You just say oh, yeah. he used to be redhead. I that used is to be true. Redhead. There Very you go. Uh huh. Perfect. We'll have to find yeah. that man quick before he passes away. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I'm glad we did add to it. I'm glad. And yeah, we added a lot. So I'm ready to to truly, truly write this thing. Agreed. We've already talked about this. Um, I haven't started writing it, have you? <laughs> I have not. Okay. We're going to, though. We will. We will. Yeah. We will. Because I feel like we have everything we need to start definitely writing it. We have, we, like, we all, we have like all the beats. And so we yeah, just we need built, to. Yeah, we built on the bones we built. So Yeah, we just need to finish them out. But Anything you guys want to talk about before we end? We're, we're, oh, we almost did it perfectly. We're at 58 minutes right now. <laughs> we almost did it perfectly. Wow. That's impressive. I have nothing else to say. I have nothing else. This is beautiful. Well, thank you, lovers, for joining us on our podcast. Thank you so much, lovers. (laughs) Love you all. Goodbye. Back to the creepy music.